A very good day to all of our listeners. Uh, this is Abraham Foss from For Your Good Ministries and Transformation Bible College. We also have a Bible college called the Gap Wog Gap Year Bible College. Today it's my delight to continue on the series that we've been teaching over the recent past that have been titled There's Only One. As mentioned before, the Bible has many There's Only Ones that have direct application in our lives. Today I'll speak to you from a retreat where my family and I are taking a holiday. I say that because you may from time to, to time hear some birds tweeting in the background. But let's look at our teaching for today. We're going to teach on there's only one way to move on from our past. Many people, if not most all people, have seasons in their lives that they're not moving on from. And these serve as handbrakes. They retard the progress of our lives, and we can get stuck in certain areas in our lives consequential to not moving on from our past. But how do we do that? No doubt as I'm speaking, there are many people who are suffering consequences and pain and anguish and hurts and even feelings of emotions such as anger, anxiety, stress and the like because of that that represents our past experiences. But God has a way that we can move on from our past, and it's very important that we get to the place when we do move on from our past. I want to make reference to a dear character in Scripture called Joseph. Joseph, as we know, received the coat of many colors, which represents all of our lives, brimful with the promises of God, the colorization of God for our lives. And Joseph, when he received that, he was confronted with many obstacles in his path. Notwithstanding, and maybe firstly, his very brothers, who turned on him and even hated him because of the plans and purposes that God had for him, which is the case of all of our lives. God's got for all of our lives a wonderful plan and a wonderful purpose. Joseph would go on to be sold into slavery after having been left figuratively for dead, thrown to a pit by his brothers, sold into slavery, went into slavery for many, many years, and then was falsely accused by part of his wife and put in prison for a long time as well. Joseph endured many, many hardships, many things that weren't consequential to his own doing, even though there were some of those, but most primarily things that were done to him that would serve as handbrakes in his life had he not learned how do I move on from my past. So that said, let's look at our text this morning. Genesis chapter 41. We're going to read from verse 48 through to 52. It says, So he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities, he laid up in every city the food of the fields which surrounded them. This is a picture of the abundance of Joseph. But we're going to learn how he got there, what preceded him arriving at that abundance in his life. It says in verse 49, Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting for it was so immeasurable. Joseph was now in an abundance area of his life. A lot of the promise that was intended for his life as is intended for all of our lives, was now being realized. But how did he get there? What were the primary steps of his journey 
that helped him to arrive at this abundant season of his life. Well, verse 50 gives us an insight. It says, And to Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. Yazaki. Joseph called the name of his firstborn. His firstborn son he named Manasseh. Then he says why he named him Manasseh, and this is the meaning of that name. It says, For God has made me forget all my toil and my hardship of my father's house, or you could say of my past. He has a primary key as to how we move on into our future. Friends, we have to forget. We have to forgive. We have to bury our past. Joseph had done this into the future of his life, even with his brothers. He realized he couldn't carry a grudge. Friends, things happen in our lives, in an individual way, in a corporate way, in a, a broad expression way, be that in a nation, in a world. There are things that happen to us that hurt us and set us back. But friends, one thing we learn in Scripture, until we can forgive and forget our past, we cannot take our future. As I'm talking, I know there are those who have been abused, have been taken advantage of, those who have been divorced because of extramarital affairs. There's been a hardship that has engaged many, if not all, of our lives. Things that were done to us and things were even done from us or by us. Friends, we've got to learn to forgive others and forget got to learn to forgive ourselves and forget if we're ever going to take our future. We cannot, I'm going to be as bold as saying this, we cannot take our future if we're holding on to or looking back into our past and enduring the hurts that are consequential of our past. We have to get to the place of birthing our Manassas. where We forget our past and God will help us. If our intent is to do so, God will help us. Friends, we have to let go of our past. No matter what it represents, in an individual basis, in a relational basis, in a family basis, in a nation basis, in a world basis, we have to learn to let go of our past. So Joseph's first step to take his future, he called his firstborn Manasseh. The Bible talks about things of first reference. This is the first thing that happened for Joseph before he could take his future. He had to forget his past. He says, for God has made me forget all my toil and my hardship of my father's house, of my past. And then he had a second son. So this followed the birth of his first son. In other words, this had to take place before the following could transpire. And the name of his second son he called Ephraim. And this is what Ephraim means. And this is what happened in Joseph's life. He says, for God has caused me to be fruitful. In the very land or the season or the place or the context of my affliction. So for Joseph to be fruitful, to birth his Ephraim or Ephraim, what had to happen is he had to have his Manasseh moment firstly. We forgave, he forget, he buried. Friends, people hurt us. We have to learn to bury it. Forgive them and set them free is a wonderful spiritual thing that takes us to our Ephraim seasons of our lives. And so the second son, after the first son, after forgiving and forgetting, after that God birthed another son called Ephraim, for God has caused me to be fruitful in the very land of my affliction. Friends, what a wonderful story that God has for all of our lives. 
is as we forget our past, bury our past, forgive those who have hurt us in our past, in the singular, in the family, in the plural, in the business, in society, in a nation, in a world, we have to learn to forgive and to forget. Until we have our Manasseh moment, Ephraim cannot be born. Friends, many of us are stuck in our present because we're holding on to our past. Let go of the past to take our future, to birth the Ephraim that God has for us, where we can be fruitful and live in the abundance, depictive of Joseph's abundance, it's what God has for every person. God's not a respecter of persons. When we forgive and forget, as Joseph did, Ephraim is born and we can live in abundance. So God bless as you meditate on this portion of Scripture and that that I've shared from the Word of God today. And may we learn to forgive and to forget and to bury whatever it is. Bury it so that Ephraim can be born. We can live in abundance. So this is Abraham Foss from For Your Good Ministries. If you'd like to reach out and ask a question, please feel free to do so. You can reach me at our central email address, which is info at for your good. As you say it, so you spell it, info at foryourgood.net. I look forward to hearing from you and will respond to any question asked of me. So this again is Abraham Foss saying, enjoy the rest of your day and God bless you as you forgive and forget so that Ephraim can be born, you can take your future of great abundance.